Hello all, and thank you for listening to another episode of Actually Autistic Educator. As always, text transcripts are linked in the show notes and posted on our Twitter and Facebook pages. This month's episode is a shorter one in connection with the first ever Intersectional Infinity Summit, hosted by the Neurodivergent Infinity Network of Educators. I was incredibly honored to be included in the list of amazing participants and activities. It's been a truly wonderful week so far, and if you're listening to this on Friday or Saturday, the 1st or 2nd of April, then you're encouraged to register for free and check out the last few events, especially Friday, April 1st at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where I will be on the panel, Building Community to Rebuild an Anti-Ableist Society. Or for whenever you're listening, several presentations and panels have been recorded and are available on the YouTube page, Neurodivergent Infinity Network of Educators. And I'll include a direct link in the transcript and on social media to both the website and the YouTube pages to make things a bit easier. Or look for the hashtag N-I-N-E Summit on Twitter. But I'll loop back to this at the end of the show after discussing our primary topic, April's numerous autism events and related colors and logos, and how they impact autistic lives. This episode is going live April 1st, which seems fitting, as the way a lot of popular programming that is posted this month does feel like a bit of a joke on autistics. For those of you who don't know, there are a wide range of days, weeks, and months connected to autism happening about now. Some great, some really not so much, leaving many autistics feeling more stressed than usual. April 2nd is recognized by the United Nations as World Autism Awareness Day. The well-known but highly controversial group Autism Speaks encourages people to light it up blue during the month of April. Because nothing reminds us of how gendered autism is seen by non-autistics like color-coding it for boys, autistic-led groups have responded with hashtag red instead, which encourages people to use red to show your support and acceptance for autistics. I love red, so this worked perfectly when I needed to make a logo for this podcast and light it up gold, because the letters AU on the periodic table is the element gold. There is also Autism Acceptance Week from March 28th to April 3rd this year. There is a lot of controversy and frustration tied up in these various events. Both the literal word choice of awareness versus acceptance, and the long history of some of these programs being run by non-autistics often in ways that have caused severe harm to us in the name of giving support. Historically, much of what is tied to April's various fundraisers and marketing comes out of the programming done by the group Autism Speaks. This group for many years was seen by the public as the go-to for autism support, doing a lot of fundraising and campaigns focused on raising awareness about autism. Unfortunately, the group was run entirely by non-autistics, and the awareness they raised was, and is, incredibly harmful to autistics and their families, including an awareness campaign 
That said, an autism diagnosis is like having your child kidnapped and stating that autistics are a burden to their families and society. They also have a documented history of funding research to link vaccines to autism, actively supporting treatments that are either discredited or shown to cause PTSD in autistics, and considered the horrifically abusive Judge Rottenberg Center I've mentioned in previous episodes, a valid resource to direct parents to, and much more. Realistically, most people listening to an autistic like myself are probably already aware, but if you are interested in knowing more specifics, a quick internet search will show a wide array of pieces covering the extensive issues the organization has and why many autistic people consider it a hate group. This has led to an understandable desire by many autistics to be given a chance to define our own symbols and colors, and create our own events as active participants and leaders. Awareness is all about telling non-autistics about autism, which in theory could be good. I mean, this podcast is clearly hoping to raise awareness about what autism actually is, and awareness of our perspectives. But, because the people who put themselves in charge of the narrative were not autistic, the awareness that was raised was usually very stigmatizing, with no mention of autistic strengths and capabilities, and centered the idea of autism as a tragedy that happened to parents, focused disproportionately on white boys, rather than an awareness of what autism actually is, how better to support us, and showing a community that is vastly more diverse in every way than people think. As a counter to this, autistics have been pushing for years for autism acceptance events instead. It's not that we need more people aware that autism is a thing that exists, but rather that we need acceptance of autistic mannerisms, communication needs, and more to actually improve autistic quality of life and to have autistics being at the front of the movement, as seen in both Red Instead and Lighted Up Gold that I mentioned earlier. Autistics who love satire, like me, may even celebrate Tone It Down Tope by following the Facebook page or Twitter hashtag which spreads awareness of the tragedy of those with autism, a term for non-autistics, that gives a look into a world where autism is the norm and allism is treated in the same terms that autism so often is. Allistics have repetitive and restrictive behaviors, like wanting to stare at your eyeballs, and repeating meaningless phrases termed small talk. If you follow Man Who Has It All and its commentary on sexism, this is similar. It holds a light to the pejorative language and biased assumptions that make up much of society's views on autism. A lot of autistics have written or spoken about this topic of awareness versus acceptance. If you do an internet search, you will have loads of options. And there actually was a great panel at the summit this week that is now on YouTube. Intersectional Infinity, Why Autistic Acceptance is Essential, which is linked in the transcript and on the Twitter and Facebook posts for this episode.
I also put out a call for comments on this whole episode topic and got some great quotes from fellow autistics, many who asked I use pseudonyms or only wished to list age, pronouns, or a letter for privacy, as this topic can be a bit raw. My absolute favorite was from my friend's child, Monster, age 10. Quote, I think people are aware of us. I just wish they would stop treating us like we're weird for being autistic. I want to be weird for being able to sing the whole Pokemon theme song with mom. Quote. I loved this so much because I know exactly what they mean. People know the word autism. What we need is less stigma because of it. I feel like this one from Spencer, 17, hits a lot of my own weirdness with the term. Quote. There are two things the awareness label is usually attached to. Large subgroup cultural history celebrations and harmful ailments. Autism is neither. Plus, generally speaking, nearly everyone is aware of its existence. What some people sadly don't do is accept it as what it is instead of treating it like a serious illness warranting some sort of abhorrent cure. Quote. Some autistics have different takes. A friend who wanted to stay unidentified doesn't like either term, saying, quote, Acceptance to me is ignoring the good or even seeing it as negatives that need to be accepted, and an excuse to put less effort into accommodating traits that are more of a struggle for me. I can't say I like awareness better, though, because even though I would really like people to be aware of how my brain works, that kind of in-depth thing isn't really conducive to memes and stuff if you're not also autistic. I wish we could let autistic people express their experience however works best for them." Quote. I think that's an important point. While acceptance is needed, we need to also make structural changes. It's not enough for schools or organizations to say they accept autistics, when they deny needed services and accommodations like communication devices or accessible formats for learning materials. The goal of acceptance needs to be inclusiveness and appreciation, not just being tolerated. I also got a lot of comments about the symbols and colors associated with autism and these events. The color blue and the symbol of puzzle pieces are incredibly common to see on social media and for businesses during April, which can be traumatizing for some autistics because of the history of how those symbols were chosen by non-autistics and what they represent. A friend, age 36, whose pronouns are they, them, said, quote, Every year I see someone constantly wearing blue for autism awareness, and or promoting Autism Speaks materials. This person has been told by multiple people, at least several of them autistics, that lighted up blue is squicky and based on outdated stereotypes, that Autism Speaks is a hate group advocating eugenics. They openly acknowledge this as they do it again anyway. It hurts. It also makes me feel like they are more interested in making themselves feel better than actually making autistic lives better, like most awareness campaigns. It's one thing to make performative gestures, and wholly another to advocate for changes to society that make our lives more livable. Quote. Similarly, M says, 
quote, I hate April and all the blue puzzle pieces. It's getting better now as more people learn how harmful some of this stuff is, but a decade of people posting on social media for awareness of how tragic my life is supposed to be, how having kids like me makes parents divorce, and how I'm a burden on society that needs to be fixed, all branded with the blue puzzle piece, has left me wishing we could just ditch the whole thing, quote. This is important. It's not just the meaning of these symbols, but also the context in how and where they have been used in the past. It makes sense that this is associated with trauma for many autistics. Jay, age 28, said with some lovely sarcasm, quote, Gotta love the non-autistic ideas of blue for how sexist the research has been, puzzle for how puzzling they claim we are when they're actually just refusing to listen to us, and putting LED lights up randomly because two things we autistics love are change and bright lights. Sorry, I'm salty about this. Quote, Friend, <laughs> me too. So what can folks do who want to show their support for autistics? In addition to the colors red and gold that I mentioned before, for symbols to replace the puzzle piece, the most common is the rainbow infinity symbol, which represents the diversity of the autism spectrum, as well as the greater neurodiversity movement. This is another thing that influenced my own logo for this podcast with the red infinity symbol. But there are many great interpretations of the rainbow infinity symbol. The infinity summit, look, I tied it all back together, and the sponsoring organization, the Neurodivergent Infinity Network of Educators, renders it in lovely watercolors, for example. I think that's something that I have really, really appreciated this week as part of this summit. How many options we have as autistics to express ourselves however we like and still be connected and valued by fellow autistics and others who want to be better. One of the panels I was at had some technical delays, and while killing time, folks were just sharing favorite hand stims. Stimming is hard for me. My parents were very much into the awareness of the tragedy of autism camp, and looking weird or autistic was one of the worst sins I could commit as a child. With quiet hands, a constant mantra in our house, and punishments for not obeying. So I bite my cheek and shred my cuticles instead, because that was my only outlet. I've been trying to retrain my brain to stim in healthy ways, but it's hard when you spend your entire childhood being told that weird is the absolute worst thing you can be. Having these autistic or neurodivergent dominant spaces that are so explicitly welcoming, both at this summit and on social media, has been amazing for me. I want to seriously thank all of the participants there, as well as everyone who sent me quotes for this episode, and everyone listening to learn how to make this world better. If we all support each other, we can make some incredible changes. Good luck getting through April, and I'll see you back next month. <laughs>